your deal. This is the podcast where we read tarot for special guests to find out where they've been and where they're going. I'm your host, Ariana Lenarski. With me today, artist, writer, creator, creatrix, <laughs> noted Gemini, and in her words, creator of the sacrificial lamb, Tuca and Birdie, <laughs> Lisa Hanawalt. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Uh, <laughs> um, so excited to have a fellow Gemini with me here today. That's right. I forgot you were also a Gemini. How could I yeah. forget? I mean, we're, well, we aren't forgettable, but people long to forget us, I feel. <laughs> I did learn you were a Gemini and then went back to thinking about myself. So, <laughs> what? We only think of ourselves? Uh, have you ever had your tarot read before? I'm sure I have at some point a long time ago. Um, do you feel like you have a metaphysical dabbling of choice? Crystals, tarot, astrology. I like astrology. I don't mm -hmm. believe in it, but I like it. And yeah. I do think I'm a classic Gemini where I'm right. like, I don't believe in astrology, but I'm such a Gemini. Such a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I always say uh, that. I feel like astrology is a fairy tale. Yeah, that you get to have. It's just like a myth you get to have. I like it when life. it when it kind of helps me like understand why other people are the way they are and why mm. they can't change and why they're like <laughs> flawed or great in the way that they are. That's really fun in their specific ways. I think it it's nice in that way, but I think it's it's dangerous if you're like, oh, that person's a Taurus, then I can never trust them. You yes, know? yes, yes. Of That's course. kind of weird. That's very mature that you feel like people can't change. I'm still stuck up on the fact that people can. I think they can grow, but I don't think you can, like, change who you really, really are. Wow. Oh, man. Got deep fast. I kind of contradicted myself a little there, but... Wait, why? I don't know. Because you... Because growing is changing? Kind of, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm someone who's changed a little bit throughout the years, but... uh. I hope I've changed. Yeah. I was a real son of a bitch. I was a pill. In what way? Huh. Oh, God. Just, uh, oh, I don't know where to where to begin. <laughs> was it like, uh, I feel like I was, when I was like in high school, oh, man, I was not clear on how to behave. Same. I was not handling my shit. No, not at all. No. How, how was that manifesting? Are you willing to... How was that sure. manifesting in high school? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, Maybe I like. I don't want to go all the way. Back. I tore through a whole friend group. They all like ditched me. Yikes. They were like, "We've had enough of you." Oh no. Um, but then I got new friends, and I'm still friends with them. So it Dang. it went okay. And that old friend group turned out to be a little bit bad in some ways. The the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they were all going through their own shit, and we were all in high school, so none of us were like yeah. doing a great job at communicating. So mm -hmm. I don't really blame them. Yeah, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he was like, oh, I'd love to go back to high school now. I would be so chill. Nothing would bother me. I was like, what are you talking about? That would be a complete 
nightmare. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'd be able to handle it. And I was like, no, you wouldn't. Oof, no. None th- of us had boundaries. I think I did okay considering, but like, God, was it a mess. I barely got through. <laughs> yeah. You grew up in Palo Alto? That's right. Near, I always, I know because of Klutz. I was like obsessed with Klutz. Oh, yeah. Do you, yeah, those books. Ever, yeah. I loved them. Yeah. Yeah. I like, they were so fun. They were I so fun. I feel like Klutz was like a huge um, influence on me and my own bookmaking. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty similar where they have a sort of... They're interactive. They're interactive. They're a little punk, yeah. like a little rebellious. Then they go places. I remember they they had a kids shenanigans book. Mm. Do you ever remember yes. that? And they, you know, they're just like, here's how you can like get around your parents. Like yeah. these are ways to like fuck with here's some adults. pranks. Oh, I yeah. loved that stuff so much. I would love to see a Lisa Hannah Walt kids shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be any better than the Klutz one. I don't think it can be improved upon. Uh, cover cover ver- cover version. I a guess cover? you can't do cover <laughs> cover versions of books. <laughs> Can you? We we will now. Here's my cover of Moby Dick. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I need you to do that. <laughs> God no. It would be so I feel like, good. I feel like a lot of people have done covers of Little Red Riding Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are like legit covers. Right. Covers of fairy tales. Those, right. those are That's huge. different. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's the cover of like the Wizard of Oz or like. Yeah. What's the other big one? Gone with the Wind or something? Um, no, no. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yes. People yeah. That one's huge. Too. How much do you feel like you think about fairy tales when you're writing your own stories? How much do I think of fairy tales? I think of like allegories, you know, because I use animal people a lot. Yeah. Um. So I think about like fables and like, you know, I mean. I'm trying to use animal people to like represent real life situations I've gone through mm-hmm. and either like model behavior that I want to exist or the opposite. I oh, don't think it's, it's not always interesting to like represent what characters should do. In fact, usually the opposite is true. I like showing characters like doing what they shouldn't do <laughs> and like struggling through their own emotions. Um, but yeah, it kind of makes the stories feel more universal to have animal people instead of like humans in them. It almost seems like it evokes childhood in a way that yeah. doesn't uh, – sometimes I feel like people have to be reminded of children without it being really direct yeah. or something. Like people don't like to see child actors yeah. sort of. Well, and like a lot of adults still feel like little children. Yeah. And like we like child things. We like watching cartoons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just kind of doing the adult version of of that. I was curious. I saw recently that – you said the toucan with a lot of <laughs> items in its hair. Yeah, was like who you are really. Deep that's down. my that's my bird sona. That's been my Twitter oh, avatar. Bird sona, that was the word. Which my, is just it's been my Twitter avatar since like 2012 or something, and I don't think I'll ever change it. And it was this piece I did with animals wearing hats because I liked the idea of like animals making hats for themselves or choosing for themselves. So like, what would they choose? And like a toucan definitely would like assemble their own hat out of like leaves and yarn and a pair of scissors that they found because the scissors like (laughs) kind of look like a bird too so i don't know did you do a whole was it all birds no all all kinds of different animals i did several of them what were some other ones what were some other i don't even remember there was like there was like a tiger wearing like a denim bicorn hat like i don't know it's just (laughs) totally nonsense it makes me think of go dog go what's that when the dog goes up to the other dog and is like, do you like my hat? 
Do you, oh my God. You've got to read Go Dog Go. Go this Dog is, Go. This is really big for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go Dog Go is a children's book. Um, I think you would love it. Yeah. It's a bunch of dogs that um, are having all kinds of different interactions, simple interactions with each. I mean, it's for kids. It's yeah. like literally like Dr. Seuss. I don't think it's written by Dr. Seuss. But a big theme throughout is this dog goes up to another dog and says, do you like my hat? And it's some, you know, it's like some particular hat. And the yeah. other dog says, I don't like it. And then you move on. Like, the, it's like the B story of Go Dog Go. Uh -huh. So then it keeps happening that the dog comes and it's like the hat is getting more and more elaborate. And I love this. The dog is like, do you like my hat now? And the dog's like, I don't like it. So the, so he's based, the first dog is just working for the other dog's attention throughout the book. Right. And I actually right now can't remember if the other dog ever says, yes, I like your hat. They've got to say they like it at some point. Yeah. Or eat it or something. There yeah. has to be some kind of payoff. Yeah. Some catharsis. Yeah. Because kids can't handle no catharsis, I think. Neither can adults. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll say it. It's true, though. And it's fucked. Yeah. It's really fucked. I was just talking about that with somebody yesterday because they were trying to um, basically, like, not continued to pursue a guy that obviously was wrong for them right and i was like well you can walk well you want the catharsis i don't think you want this person you want the catharsis of this all falling apart or something yeah, something happening yeah and then i was wondering if you walk away from the chaos mm -hmm. not the chaos the what what would you even call that like Everything falling apart or things the, um, going emotional exactly. perfect storm. The emotional perfect storm where <laughs> your trauma's re triggered and yeah. daddy's back and like or whatever <laughs> whatever it is. Daddy, <laughs> finally he's here. He's abandoning me again. Or you like take the. I think of that as like really hot red option. Yeah, to choose that. And then too hot. You, too way too hot. Touching the stove. Ouchie. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> The other way is cold. Like you turn and it's blue and cold. And I wonder if there's catharsis there. I feel like writing fiction is a way of Ooh, avoiding the red so hot smart. while still getting it. People need to hear that shit. I mean. That's so smart. Is it? I don't know yes. if it fully works, but it's like, oh, I don't have to. You know, because I know, I kind of know where this is going to end up. It's going to be a fun story for a while and then it's going to be disappointing. So mm. why don't I just take what I think would be the best version of that story or the most interesting version of that story and then just write it. And then I don't have to experience it. I can just make it up. Yeah. And that's almost as satisfying. It's kind of like sometimes I'll like look up, you know, like fancy stuff online that I wish I could afford, like fancy shoes or whatever. And then I don't need to buy it. I can just draw it and just draw like an animal wearing Balenciaga or whatever the hell. <laughs> I mean, that's you have a that's very magical in some way. I think illust I love illustrators because it seems to be the most direct way to make dreams into reality. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's going back to my childhood where it was like, I want to be a cat. I am a cat. I have to draw what kind of cat I am. Like, I just have to. And then I'd get so frustrated that I couldn't, like, properly <laughs> render the kind of cat I thought I was. Um, and then I became a horse. And then I drew the horse all the time. Horse version of myself. How old were you and you transformed... When you went from cat to horse? Uh, eight. And it was after my first riding lesson. And I was hooked. I'm curious if you wanted the riding lesson or if someone gifted you the riding lesson. And That's you're like, what eh, I'm, horse, I, I don't know. I think I was interested in horses. 
And like my parents were kind of like, yeah, let's just try a bunch of stuff. She Uh can do soccer, swimming, piano, ballet, horse. Like they signed me up for everything and I wasn't good at anything. But horses were what really stuck. And even that didn't really stick. Like I quit pretty soon because I had an accident and I got scared and then I quit. And then I went back to a different barn and then I quit and then I went to a different barn and then I quit. Like I've just and then I quit for 17 years and now I'm back. Oh, my God. Uh, What was that? Can, do you mind talking about the accident? What was the accident like? Oh, I was just riding um, a different lesson horse than I usually rode, and suddenly it saw another horse like bucking around in its paddock, and it got scared and bolted. Wow! Just suddenly went from like zero to you know forty miles an hour, and uh, so I jumped off. I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I do not know how to ride a horse this fast. Um, That's and brave to leap off a horse. Were you like eleven years old? I was. I was like nine. Um, wow. I don't think it was brave. I think I was just like, I just knew I had to bail. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm glad I did because the horse like ran into a valley and like was bucking and I would have gotten really hurt. Wow. Um, but I just like skidded on my arm and that was it. Mm-hmm. But it just psychologically was very scary. Very, very and scary. I didn't like being out of control. Um, As most people don't. Yeah. So you came back around to getting a horse, which actually I think was the night I met you. Oh, you really? Were That's right. <laughs> you, you came over to my house. <laughs> we were both being really typical. I think I came over to watch a basketball game. Yes. Right. And then you walked in and you're like, I got to go. And I was you, going you're, for a test ride. You're, you're like, I'm going to go meet a horse. And I was like, this <laughs> woman is exactly how she acts online. <laughs> I got to go see a woman about a horse. <laughs> That's right. I did like literally did that. I had to drive all the way up to Sun Valley to like try out this horse. But that was the one, right? Like you found love yeah. on that night. Yeah, it was the first That's one I tried. Very awfully special. I that just knew that I'm really honored that it could have known you the night you I found know. love. Like that was really special. I was so excited. What's the name of the horse? Juniper. Did you name the horse Juniper? Yes. Did it seem like a ju- – was it something like you were like, I'm naming a Jupiter Juniper or was it – No, like you, I, it you, took me a couple weeks to figure out her name because I had a whole list of names like Wolfie, Puma, like all these kinds of names. Dumpling – no, not Dumpling. Uh, Boba was one of the names. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then I liked Juniper because it was like kind of feminine but also like a wild, you know, kind of berry, um, which she is. <laughs> a, a wild – what did you say? Oh, she's berry. A, she's a little berry. Got yeah, it, got she's it, kind it. of a wild little berry. Do you feel um, – at this point, because now how long have you had her? Like six months or no, almost nine months? Nine, nine, ten nine months. months. Yeah. Um, I got her like uh, the week before Thanksgiving, I think. Did she, Does she feel emotionally connected to you now? Uh, I think she she's sort of ambivalent about whether I'm there or not. But when I show up, she's, she's just like, oh, it's you. Cool. Uh-huh. Like, and she's very cuddly and she'll say hi to me and stuff. She knows who I am. She She also knows I'm a bit of a schmuck, so she'll take advantage of me a little bit. In what way? What does that? Oh, how do, what does that mean? She'll do all sorts of things. She'll like pretend to be really tired when I've <laughs> barely worked at all, and I'm like, no, you can go more. <laughs> and then she'll pretend to be really scared of stuff on the way home so that she can go faster and like scoot and get home faster. Um, she does all kinds. She's really so smart. So she's testing your boundaries all the time. All the time. It's interesting. She's very smart. Do you do you sense? And I think the reason I was thinking about this, I think I was talking about this with your partner Adam. Mm-hmm. That there's some psychicness involved with the horse, or at least you have to you have to visualize stuff in your head, yeah, in order to have things happen. Oh yeah, with they're like they're very very sensitive. They're like mind readers. So if I'm in a bad mood, or if I'm like thinking, you know, if I'm telling myself a scary story about something that might happen to us while we're out, 
you know, in Griffith Park, then she'll react to that. Hmm. So I need to just be in the moment and like ride the horse that I have right now, not ride the horse that I think I had, you know, that I had two minutes ago or that I'm going to have two minutes from now. Like, you know, I have to really be in the moment and I have to respect her and trust her and like loosen up. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it's really there's so much uh, mind games with it. (laughs) Yeah, it really feels it seems a lot like a sport. I mean, it is a sport. Yeah. Right. You sort of have to be you're an athlete. If you're riding a horse, I yeah. feel right. Yeah, it's sporty. I get sweaty, and it seems like athletics are about being in the moment. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, and being in charge, sort of. Yeah, and not psyching yourself out. Yeah. Um, a big part of what I'm learning is to like not tell myself that like I'm a bad rider or that she's a bad horse. Like I need to like know that I'm competent in order mm-hmm. to trust myself to deal with whatever situations come up. And I also like sometimes it helps if I go out and I'm just like, let's make some mistakes. Let's mm-hmm. get in trouble. Like mm-hmm. that helps a lot because mm-hmm. it's like, OK, you, you have to make mistakes in order to get better at things. It's really interesting because I'll feel that some way about my tarot deck sometimes. Where I'll get, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my horse. <laughs> I get really sweaty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I get sometimes I get psyched out where I'm like my uh, feelings are bleeding into the reading with somebody else or something mm. like that. That would be very difficult not to do. It's it's I think it's only happened to me once or twice when I actually wasn't like using the deck in a properly. Mm -hmm. I wasn't using it in the spirit of like trying to read for them. It was almost like I was trying to push them away. Oh, wow. Which is weird. Based on your relationship with them. Mm -hmm. It was pre-existing. Oh, that's really interesting. When you're supposed to be more of like a conduit through which the tarot. Yeah. yeah. And instead it was oh. like I I was telling them how I I felt about them. That's such a good lesson for everything in life, isn't it? Wh- which part? Oh, just like you got to be I mean, I find that way I, it has to be that way when I'm drawing too, where I I can't like judge myself or what like I have to just sort of be a vessel through which the drawing happens, which is like sounds yeah. really like woo woo, but it's Yeah, but like but it's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah, uh otherwise it's it's almost just embarrassing. Like you just look down, like you look down at what you're drawing, or like the you're forcing and you're like, it. Well, here I am. Like yeah. here's my ego, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, by nature of who you are, you've like forced it in one way or the other, mm-hmm. and it's not proceeding naturally. Yeah. Yes. Well, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to read the tarot of Lisa Hanwalt. I'm so excited. <laughs> Welcome back to What's Your Deal? We are about to read the tarot of Lisa Hanemalt. Lisa, uh-huh. what would you like some guidance about? Here, shuffle these cards while you think about it. What would I like some guidance about? Yes. Um, oh, my God. What don't I want guidance about? Just, uh, I kind of just want to know if I'm, like, on the right path in life. You know? Like, career, love, everything. So it's kind of like what if this? Yeah, what if no. the tarot deck tells me to break up with my partner? <laughs> he would be so mad I'd at you. I'd be in a lot of trouble <laughs> on a lot of levels because we don't, are friends. <laughs> I really don't want to break up with him. That's not why I'm here. Um, He's pretty great. Will it sounds like we'll say like, what do you need to know about the next step in your journey? Right? Is yeah. that too? Is that too corny? No, nothing's too corny. Ooh, yeah, don't look at how spirit. badly I'm shuffling these. That's fine. They're like really big clunky cards. Okay, so now with your left hand, go ahead and cut it into three separate piles. 
And then also with your left hand, put them back together in any order that you choose. Great. I'm just going to say a brief prayer over the cards. Okay. So now what I'm going to pull is the shape is going to be a Celtic cross. So it's going to be 10 cards. Okay. So first we have Justice coming out, followed by the King of Wands. A lot of dudes so far. A lot of dudes so far. Actually, no, Justice is a woman. Oh, okay. She's oh, kind of androgynous. Yeah. Um, then we have the world. The reverse Ten of Cups. <laughs> Five of Wands. Reverse Page of Cups. That's cute. Knight of Wands. Oh, horse. There There's we go. The horse. You're oh, riding a horse. Cute. Look at it. I was so worried. That represents no you, too. That's the card that represents you. <gasps> oh, my God. You. I'm going to cry. I'm on a horsey. <gasps> Oh my God. Oh, it came up. <laughs> okay, so we need to talk about this. So, in the break, this is wild and I feel great. <laughs> you did I this feel on purpose. Amazing. You did more sleight of hand. I feel amazing. So, uh, hold on, I'm going to finish the spread and then I'll explain what happened. The Page of Pentacles is in the environment, which is hilarious. Um, knight, that's amazing that that came up. Another There's another horse. horse. Knight of Pentacles reversed, which I understand. And then the two of Pentacles reversed. Okay, so before we begin, before and during the break, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited right I now. asked for a magic trick because I saw the card shuffling and I just love magic. And so I did the only magic trick that I know, which is like a pick a card, any card, and then is this your card? And yeah. so it is, you know, and it's a trick. And the card that we did was the Page of Pentacles. And, and I sure said, it is. And I said, wouldn't it be amazing if this comes up in the spread? And we shuffled the cards a you lot. Put, you put it in there. You did it. No, I didn't. <laughs> but you know what's incredible to me? These all represent different positions. Mm -hmm. So this represents you. This represents your near future, blah, blah, blah. This mm -hmm. represents your environment, your wow. current environment. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Page of Pentacles, the card you just picked, represents us here in the studio right now. This is I'm very fun. blown away. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little literal. I love it. Yeah, it's I like yeah. it. So that's a, a very on the nose. A little on the nose. <laughs> that's so that's such a funny reaction to tarot doing something really magical to be like, all right, little on the nose. <laughs> oh, obby. No, you think? <laughs> so this is actually a pretty bright spread. <clears throat> Ooh, what's a bright spread? A lot of yellows. Oh, yeah. A lot of like reds. I like that. Um, which I like too. It represents personal power yellow. Mm -hmm. The solar plexus chakra. Mm -hmm. So at the heart of the matter. <clears throat> These two cards represent the heart of the matter. This is Justice. Justice has a severe look, holding her sword, and she's got her scales in the other hand. Her eyes are wide open. Justice is does have a bit of a somber feeling to it at times mm -hmm. it, because it's a lot about um, accounting for everything that's happened thus far. Right. If that makes sense. Um, she looks like I did this morning. Feeling, Were you looking in the mirror like this? I was just feeling cranky, and I was just kind of like approaching the day like this. Yeah, she's cranky. Yeah. she's little, Well, she's cranky because she's like... She's a little micromanaging. She is micromanaging because she's... It's a, it's time for a reckoning, she says. She's oh, like, shit. all right, it's time to get everything together and let's see how everything... What was my part in this? What was their part in this? Like, mm -hmm. let's um, really take account and, res uh, and resolve accounts, too. Mm -hmm. She's actually what's necessary to bring you to the present moment. And so this is the heart of the matter, too. So you so this is really like part. It's almost like the deck reframes your question mm -hmm. in some ways with along with this card that crosses it. The King of Wands, King of Wands, ultimate creative director, really. Um, Wands represents creativity, hey. passion, movement, 
making things happen. Kings are not necessarily like top of the top. They yeah. they just have a more outward. Uh, ex- they express the nature of their suit outwards. Mm-hmm. So they're like architects, basically. Mm-hmm. Rather than the queens, I don't see any queens in the spread, but queens are more like the idealists. They kind of have a more, um, they think and feel in line with the suit. Mm-hmm. Kings act in line with the suit. So he actually doesn't love, King of Wangs doesn't always love his role because, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's funny. Uh, um, because once. Which creative director does, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean I think some do. Pain in the ass. <laughs> well, that's how he feels. Yeah. Wands represents movement, but he's sitting on his throne and like he has responsibilities to others. Mm. He doesn't, he's so talented. Also, he doesn't really get it when people can't do their jobs. Like it's not something that he totally like. He's relatable. (laughs) This is very relatable. (laughs) So, I mean, to me, it just seems to be like, all right, well, here I am. Like, here's my, here has been my role. And, you know, here I've been the King of Wands a couple times now, several times now. And, I'm very familiar with the world of creativity, of creative force. Yeah. And I've had to really. (laughs) What? I'm just thinking of me. Oh, here I am. Season six of Bojack. Still art directing. (laughs) Kind of phoning it in at this point, honestly. (laughs) Like, that's kind of what it is. Like, it's kind of like, well, well, uh. Uh, I've done as much as I can to to reckon. So what now? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I feel like I've taken every hit I could. And now what? Yeah. You know, what's next? Yeah. But it's not negative. It's if anything, it's sort of like. No, it's exciting. It's exciting. And you've. It's awfully responsible. There's just a lot of responsibility in these two cards that maybe isn't doesn't feel that great. The justice ones rings rings true to me. I feel like I'm a very fair person. Mm hmm. Often where I like get upset when things are unfair. So yeah, when people don't have integrity or they aren't like behaving correctly, like they're breaking the rules, I get really upset. Mm-hmm. That's very King of Wands as well. So it's Justice and King because King of Wands doesn't quite see the point in doing things unfairly. It's like yeah. that just wastes everyone's time. Exactly. Like, let's just yeah. He's kind of an optimist. Come on, drivers in L.A. Yes. Yes. Follow that is the laws of traffic. Big King of Wands energy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drive fast. Mm-hmm. Reverse <laughs> Ten of Cups. I mean, it's hard not to project what I know of your life onto this card, but um, the Ten of Cups upright, the happy family, everyone's together. Hearts represents your emotion, emotional force, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, the Reverse Ten of Cups uh, uh, tends also indicate ends of cycles. So it's mm-hmm. like ends of emotional cycles. So when it's reversed and it's in the, this represents the recent past. Mm. So it's like this emotional cycle coming to a close. Wow. Essentially. I know. So it's hard for me to not be like, uh, your show, like, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Or, but it's funny because it's not just like your show. It's that it was emotional as well. Ex- like, extremely emotional. You know? It was like my whole heart. Yes. Yeah. So it's like this, this closing of an emotional chapter, essentially. Well, that's good. It is. It's, it's, it's like. Bittersweet. It's very bittersweet card to see in the past position. But look, there's another cup coming your way in the near future. This represents your conscious self. This is the world. This is so (laughs) funny because in your conscious self is the world. Unconscious self is the five of wands. And this is like what's the unconscious self lies more latent. Uh So sometimes your goals and what you already know is at odds with what you feel deep down that you haven't like spoken about yet. Exactly. And it's really funny because the world is a very... It's almost like 
an enlightened, peaceful, like, okay, everything's, there is synthesis, there is a beautiful solution to whatever problem I may have. I know I'm a part of something greater than myself. You Absolutely. Know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the so un- zen. It's very zen. And then the, the unconscious is like... <laughs> literal chaos have you seen that meme that's like there's like a nice like adult parrot and then next to it is like a baby parrot that just looks like like the hell version of the adult (laughs) parrot no but that's exactly what this i had a little bit when i saw that meme it came up at like the right moment where i was like oh the adult like sleek parrot is like my public facing reaction to everything and then the baby like scrubby scrawny screechy parrot is like my interior emotions about it yes (laughs) that's what's happening here today (laughs) but it's not like it's not all bad again wands is movement and it's fun it's passion Uh uh-huh you can't always tell with these guys what what they're up to like are they mad or are they having fun yeah it's hard to tell it's hard to tell they look like they're gonna cause a ruckus they're causing a ruckus and they're having fun there's a little competition involved Mm -hmm. it's more like it's the more like microscopic view of the world. So this is pulling like way out. The world's and your conscious position is the big picture. And then if you zoom in, you would see almost like my petty little the petty little things that are happening. Oh gosh. The I like the world one. I like the bird in the corner of it. Yes. That represents Scorpio. Ooh. In the corner. Those little fixed fixed signs in the corner of the world. Neat. Um and I just had a I just had a memory. I think I s- saw you drawing the world, maybe at oh, a party. Yeah, was it at your birthday? Yeah, where I was. I started doodling yeah, one of the cards. That's yeah. so funny. I think it was the world. That's really. Funny. I think so too. Um, I totally forgot about that. So, you know, that's fine. It's they're not totally at odds. It's funny. That's, yeah. that's all I'll say about that. Is it's funny? It feels very true. <laughs> yeah, and you know, honestly, I think there's this feeling too of like, oh, I have to keep engaging. Like that's sort. It's like I can't pull out. I yeah. have to keep engaging and I have to keep like doing this shit. That's how I feel. You know, I really want to pull out though sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to quit Twitter. I, f- well, I'm actually going to pull, we're going to talk about the near future. I'm, I'm a little curious. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have an answer for you with that, but I want to know a little more. So page of cups reversed in the new f- near future. Kind of interesting. Page of cups when it's upright is terribly sweet. He's <laughs> just the Uh-oh. cutest and Best little baby. He's got a cup with he's a fish got in it. A little cup with a little fish in it. And he's wearing a little outfit with, with flowers flower. on it. <laughs> As the sea kind of rolls behind him. What a sweetie pie. He's really sweet. He represents love and he represents sharing your heart and having no baggage. Uh-huh. And <laughs> <laughs> why is he upside down? And when he's upside down, what does he's that mean? a squalling baby. Like he's like <laughs> In the other room, squealing and squalling, like in his crib cradle, like <laughs> baby, baby. And it's it's still kind of cute. It's right. not like uh, it's not like there's a card in this in the deck called the tower that shows everything like kind of falling apart. Mm-hmm. And sometimes babies will scream that way as though everything's falling apart. But it's not really. They're just like babies. Yeah. So um, I want to pull a couple more cards because I'd like to know if this sometimes in the future position when cards are reversed it means that the energy is actually just kind of coming into being it's like mm-hmm. very low so i want to pull a couple of clarifying cards to see if it's saying there's a new there's a message of emotional connection coming your way or if it's saying like you're gonna have a temper tantrum oh. i'm not sure so yeah i'm, I'm curious if, okay yeah you're gonna make some kind of choice oh i love this okay <laughs> so i pulled two more <laughs> i pulled two more cards to kind of 
get some clarification. Mm-hmm. Pulled the two of wands. Love this card. This is the card. You've got a lot of wands in this thread. Yeah. Two of wands is about personal power, not giving your power away. Mm. And that a lot of times that involves making some kind of choice when you're taking the next step. Mm-hmm. I often say it's like it's time to make your vow. Mm-hmm. And in general, you want to make the vow that makes you feel confident and that kind of what we were talking about before that you're the vessel or things are kind of like flowing through yeah you yeah because it can be easy to give your power away yeah um and it looks like that's going to happen reversed four of pentacles so when this is upright it shows this king that's like clutching hard onto pentacles which represents material force so like money jobs Mm -hmm. stuff you can touch and feel he has the pentacles under his feet he's wearing it as a hat and there's this kingdom behind him. He's not like aware that he's a king, really. Mm-hmm. He's like clutching too hard to his stuff and he's not letting. Yeah, he's hoarding. He's hoarding. And so it looks like, but, it's, you know, it's coming up reverse. So it's showing that there, and pentacles also represents trust. Mm-hmm. So it's showing that <clears throat> there's uh, going to be an opportunity available for you. Oh, this actually makes me feel emotional because I think it's saying like, you're going to be able to give your heart away again. Mm, you know? That's good. Yeah. Um, Maybe I just need to be patient and not like throw a tantrum you mean i think you could throw a tantrum i think you can throw a tantrum and also give your heart away i think a lot of times when babies are throwing tantrums they're being honest that's true but then aren't i like giving up my power or something by like showing my bad emotions tantrum for one day (laughs) (laughs) so you're saying i should go instead of quitting twitter i should go on an angry twitter rant (laughs) <laughs> I think you should post a picture of yourself like with fake tears. Oh my god, fake. Yeah, like p- draw tears and paste them onto your uh-huh. cheeks and have a face of like eh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like make an ah face. Like you should express a tantrum on Twitter that is that honestly like shows people, you know, there's more than one way to emote. Yeah. Like I don't know, that's just my interesting. Or you could also just have a rant, whatever. That's true. Or I could quit. Or you could quit. I, I mean, <laughs> actually, why not? I think you could quit. For a little bit, For a little maybe. while, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if that makes you feel more like not just in line with your personal power, it makes you feel like you have the capacity to be more generous with your time elsewhere, mm-hmm. then yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe. I would say. I'll think about it. <laughs> um, this is interesting. It is interesting. What do you think of? I'm asking if I'm going to pull a card and ask to sh- us to show it swords if it has a comment about Twitter. Okay. Dang! Whoa! Ace got the ace, of, ace swords. of swords. What does that mean? I mean, it answered my question instantly. It was like, well, if you quit Twitter, let allow that to be a portal for you to walk into a new way of writing. Yeah. I love that that came up. Wow. That's cool. Immediately. Okay. It's a strong card. Strong. Very strong. Very. It's like, if you quit, walk through the portal. Walk through the mental portal into a new, like, story. Okay. It's pretty cool. That is very cool. Knight of Wands. This is you riding Juniper. There's me. There's you. Where you at? Love to rush around. <laughs> Fast moving card. Knight of Wands is the younger version of the King of Wands. He's happier mm-hmm. than the ki- than the king. Mm-hmm. Obsessed with wands. Obsessed with passion yeah. and creating things mm-hmm. and doing what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. 
Page of Pentacles is the joke from the deck. <laughs> There's really nothing more to say. It's just us sitting here in the studio. <laughs> I think if it is cute, though, the Page of Wands is like, if we're going to take it outside of just like the joke, like Page of Pentacles. Oh, sorry. Page of Pentacles. Yes. Page of Pentacles shows that in your environment is um, messages of trust that don't have baggage. Essentially, mm -hmm. pages never have baggage. So it kind of shows that whatever you choose to do, there's there are people in your life that you can trust yeah. and that there's not like any drama behind it. That's nice. That makes sense. Yeah. I do feel that way. Yeah. He's a great, he's a great little guy. Mm. Hopes and fears, reverse knight of pentacles, another horse. Ooh, what does this mean? I like to see this here because the hopes and fears here for Knight of Pentacles reversed is when he's upright, he's moving very slowly, very patiently, dogged, focused on his path. Mm -hmm. Pentacles is practical, slow, earth, feet, energy, mm -hmm. building a foundation. When it's reversed, it's like working too hard. It's like losing sight of the bigger picture and only focusing on the material world, if oh. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like a hope and a fear. So it's like oh. seems to be hoping for workaholic type feelings and fearing it at yeah, the same time. Yeah, that's, that's, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, I and I fear being ungrounded and, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, this is so true. It's, yeah, and that position is just kind of a comment. It's not really like telling you one way or the other of whether you should do something or not. It's yeah. just sort of like, well, here's something that exists within you. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, And then the overall outcome is the reverse two of pentacles. So when this is upright... <laughs> <laughs> it's working two jobs at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, flexibly whistling while you work, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's this little guy with his insane hat. He's kind of doofy. He's insane. He's a real clown. He's a, <laughs> he's an actual clown. <laughs> Juggling his pentacles. There's a sea in the background. The boats are rolling along on the waves. He's flexible. He has fun while he's working a bunch of different stuff. He tries to say stay supple mm -hmm. and when it's reversed it's feeling like this is kind of the comment on the spread as a whole basically mm -hmm. so i think it's just kind of saying like this has this whole feeling has been the result of not being able to have fun when you're working sometimes yeah like this is the outcome of like feeling stiffer than normal yeah i'm curious if it has anything else to say about that Reversed King of Pentacles. Oh, Queen of Pentacles. Oh, this is such a sweet message. So it's saying like, <laughs> it's saying this was the result of, you know, working two jobs and that not feeling as fun as it should be. Mm -hmm. Block, a block there. Reverse King of Pentacles saying like, it, you know, same as Reverse Knight of Pentacles, a little over, what's the word? Over focus on, on um, material, the material world. Ooh, being yeah. too focused on. Doing it for the money. Kind of. Mm -hmm. And then the reverse Queen of Pentacles comes along to say, this will be resolved with self-trust. Queen of Pentacles is, she gets all her energy. She's she's very practical. She's just like the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Here's the first queen we've seen in the deck, though, to come up. And she thinks and feels with um, big-heartedness and with this. She has a healthy relationship with the material world because of her self-trust in that the world is always going to provide for her because it's a big old earth. Yeah. And oh, good. there's always going to be more. She looks a little bit somber, but maybe she's, she's a little just somber. contemplative. She's looking at her little pentacle. Yeah. She has a little rabbit there in the corner. Oh, a rabbit. 
Just like in The Favorite. <laughs> yeah, she is uh, Olivia Coleman. <laughs> oh, dear. So rewatch The Favorite. Uh, happily. <laughs> A third time? Okay. Um, this is great. That's my comment. This feels right. I'm glad. This feels very true to life right now. And I don't think I'm just doing confirmation bias. No, I don't know. No, I don't think so either. I mean, I li- I mean, to me, I'm like, when we got the Page of Pentacles again, I was like, yeah, like, yeah. tarot rules. There's like, a message. That's so, that's so great. It's talking to you. It is. I think the message is, it's okay to trust again. That's nice. I that's like that. I that's what I think is going on. That's great. Because I did have, like, some trust issues from all this. I felt betrayed. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. You know? And you're supposed to stay like disconnected from things you do in business, but like, how could you? I think that's especially if you're an artist, psychopathic. Like, I know, I know. people. Say, it's like that's just business. It's but not personal. Everything's personal. What are you talking We're about? people. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's all. That's. I mean, we could rant forever about that. It's like obviously misogynist. Like <laughs> at its core. <laughs> like yeah, that's the world we're in. I just pictured like a woman giving birth to baby. And the baby crying and then the mother being, it's not personal. Like, it's nothing personal. Like I mean, like that, how, it might as well be might that. As well, yeah. Everything's business and everything's personal. That's the quote for the show. <laughs> <laughs> when you're an artist, yeah. at least. <laughs> Lisa, where can people find you before you quit Twitter? Oh, gosh. Well, you can follow my Instagram before I quit that, at Lisa Draws. And um, I'm online, lisahannawalt.com. She's the toucan with uh, With scissors in her in my hair. It's my hat. Thank you so much for coming on, Lisa. My pleasure. Thank you. We'll see you next time. This has been What's Your Deal? Deal.